Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea. Truly, before now, I didn't really know what actually a mouthpiece was designed for other than to keep you from clinking your teeth together or biting your tongue. I had no idea that it was to align your jaw. The season that we did not use a Power Plus, we lost four kids, um, two that were season-ending um, concussions. And, you know, obviously um, we contributed to the Power Plus mouth guard because, like I said, we've not had one since we've, you know, been using them. Obviously, we've competed a lot better than what we did um, last year. We have not had a concussion um, this season. Obviously a tremendous factor for us for not losing kids and their performance level is a lot higher as well. My son was actually the quarterback on the second state championship team, but one of the things that, that he was able to do as being the quarterback, um, the mouth guard was on the lower part of his uh, bite, so he was able to speak clearly. Um, and that's a huge thing in, in athletics is to be able to communicate. Here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. So like and subscribe and check us out. Struggling with mobility, chronic pain, work, or sports injury? At Azalea Orthopedics, our team of highly trained physicians specialize in complete orthopedic care, pain management, sports medicine, physical medicine, and rehabilitation. If you've sustained a bone or joint injury, have mobility or movement problems, struggle with pain, contact Azalea Orthopedics. We're conveniently located across East Texas, serving 18 counties. When visiting your doctor, urgent care, or hospital, you have a choice. Demand Azalea. At Azalea Orthopedics, your health is our priority.
The Northeast Texas Sports Network is dedicated on delivering the most entertaining sports broadcasts in East Texas. And if you're interested in having your next sporting event stream live, visit us online at netsn.live. Welcome, everyone, to the Week 5 edition of the Beast from the East Show. It's where Brett Swinney here alongside our usual cast of suspects here from NetSN. We got uh, Jeremy Hubbard, Mr. Red Zone Kyle Owens, CM Corey Marshall and Vincent Johnson. How's it going, guys? I'm trying to figure out what Corey's popping up. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I can't. You know, it. I can't. I can't really figure. I can't really figure out the camera stuff. It says go buffs. That's what it oh, says. Okay. Oh, oh right. my god! Right. Uh, here we go. Okay. Hey, hashtag we coming. <laughs> hashtag had trouble beating Colorado State. Give me a break. Hey, that was a good game. That Give was me a good game. break. Give me a break. Colorado, Colorado State gave them. They gave him everything they wanted. Dion was writing checks. His team couldn't cash. And man, that was a that was it would have been an embarrassment had they had they lost that game. But you know, they, I give them all credit. Colorado State did have two weeks to prepare, so I give them a lot of credit for that. Well, they would have won had they not had seventeen penalties and eight or nine of them being personal fouls. Then they would have won. They just, I yeah, mean, they were, they, they, they were a little overtime. Them. They outplayed them, but anyway. It was a good game. So uh, I can tell how you guys feel about that. So how was uh, how was you guys last week? Uh, pick them. How'd you feel about your uh, your picks that you had last week? Did not go well. Started out very very slow. Uh, at the ten on the list, I missed the first five. Got the last five right, but a couple of upsets. We were we were talking about this a minute ago, right? I mean, you get Sabine beating Mount Vernon out of nowhere. Now Corey's holding his hands up. Corey Corey goes with that method of picking all the underdogs in case one of them hits. And he just had a week where a bunch of them hit. Uh, Liberty Ilo beating Atlanta, come on. Sabine beating Mount Vernon, whatever. Uh, but, you know, it, it was a fun week. That's what high school football is about, right? You got to line up. You got to play it no matter what the records say or any of that stuff. So I hated to go five and five, but it was a good week overall. Yeah, I mean, I, I went seven and three, but it was, it was still – I mean, the games that I missed, I think, were uh, – I think I missed I missed the Atlanta one too. That one threw me off. Um, I think I missed uh, I don't know who Mount Vernon and then one other one. But the uh, it was fun though. It was fun. I thought that I I thought I did decent and I did well. Um, it was very easy to get my game correct. That one was over by the end of the, by halftime. So. Hey, so you got all your filming. In. You had, you got all the filming in the first half, Colin. You were able to just leave and didn't miss anything probably. Well, I didn't leave. I had to stay to talk to the coach, but I went up to the oh, press box and edited okay. all the video oh, so and then came it. back down. Okay. And I was like, just watch the fourth quarter. So it was what, nice. What was the what was the press box spread like? Any good food up there? <clears throat> I didn't get any food up there. Um You didn't get any popcorn? No, nah, I didn't get no popcorn. I, but because I'm when sure. I went up there, there was like fifty people up there and I was like, I don't got time for all this. Mm-hmm. I have to get my stuff back to the <laughs> station. So I sat in the hallway. Next to the security guard, and I edited my my video. She's very nice. Shout out to that security guard. She probably doesn't listen, but shout whatever out. You to gotta her. Do. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you got to do. Whatever you got to do. I like that. Much respect. All right. Well, um, I, I got eight out of, eight out of ten. Right. Not not a shit. Not a bad week there. Uh, I think Corey and I had eight, so uh, we had the most out of this group. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's a uh, that's the nice thing about a weekly pick them. Uh, we throw those away, and we'll uh, we'll pick again here this. Uh, this time, let's go with uh, week five, guys. Some really good matchups. We're starting to get into some district matchups this week, so that makes for some interesting picks. Um, we've talked about the pre-district schedule, and, and now that's 
pretty much over minus a couple of games. So uh, this first game we've got is a Thursday night game. I may actually go down and check this one out if I'm I'm able to. Uh, Tyler High versus McKinney North. Um, man, I've I've picked against Tyler High like once and they it bit me. Um, but McKinney North coming off a win over Lancaster. I was a, a little surprised about that. I thought Lancaster, them in Longview were kind of ahead of the class of that district, but so that surprised me a little bit. I don't know if it's if it's uh Lancaster just didn't play well. I didn't really get to see any anything about that game. I'm sure our our uh, DFW guru Matt Diggs could give us the scoop on that one. But um, needless to say, I I'm not gonna let Tyler High get me again. I'm gonna stick with them. They're they're rolling. So I'm gonna go with Tyler High in this one over McKinney North. Uh, who you guys got in this one? I'm gonna go with Tyler High. Ain't got really got no explanation. I just I think I'm just gonna go with them. <laughs> I'm I mean I'm with you, Yeah, I mean how do you how do you keep picking against them at this point? You know, I mean until they give me a reason not to, I'm gonna go with Tyler High. I think that you know the King North beating Lancaster. I mean Lancaster's one and three. I know that they've you know played a little tougher schedule maybe than everybody else, but I don't know, man. Like Tyler High was made me a believer. With the horn win, and uh, you know, uh, Brett, you and I were talking this weekend about look at the uh, the legacy win now and what that looks like, Tyler High, because Texas High had to get a, a close one to beat Legacy on Friday night. Uh, mm-hmm. Tyler, or John, excuse me, Tyler High scored twenty eight in a row to win that one, twenty eight fourteen. So uh, I I think Tyler, we've been talking about him for a few weeks now, but I think. They're about to make a statement. I, I think that the Mesquite Horn was a statement win for us, but I think statewide they may get some recognition this week when they beat Lincoln, or when they beat McKinney Moore. Great. Kyle? Um Yeah, I'm taking Tyler High. I uh I don't know much about McKinney North. They got they're three and one. Um They've only lost to Justin Northwest. So um like you said, uh Jeremy, a big win over Lancaster last week, but Lancaster may be down this year. So um, I, I'm going to take Tyler High. Until until proven otherwise, I'm taking Tyler High. Yeah. Corey, you, you know I, I know you, you, I know know you I, pick, I know you're going to pick, but who you, what, you, what do you got on this game? You know, it's, it's, it's been disrespectful to, to some some degree. Not just on this show, but just in general. A lot of people have been disrespectful. Um, 4-0. I mean – for for a team that's out of nowhere, new new head football coach, breathing breathing a breath of fresh air, you know they almost bring that. You know you, it's district time now. You know what I'm saying? All you have to do is win two to get in the get in the district, <laughs> get get the fourth seed. I think the two or three. So, I mean, this is an important game. You want to start one and zero district. So you know they're four and zero. They're probably they probably get some love in the state polls. Probably I don't know if there's anything. I don't know if you count. For high school, anything below ten, you know, that's just not an AP poll. Yeah, they they'll probably be like number twenty, you know, maybe seventeen. But that's that's good for a news. That's good for like the, the guys at the barbershop, right? Anything other than that, man, I, I'm proud of those guys. Proud of that community. Um, hats off to him. That, that coach is he, he's on point right now. So had had to give him a little shout out. All right, uh, game two. Um, 
Liberty Allo, Sulphur Springs. Guys, Liberty Allo with a surprising win over Atlanta last week. I know I didn't have that one picked, but um, Sulphur Springs, to me, has been one of those kind of up-and-down teams this year. I mean, I, I'm kind of following them a little bit. Uh, they beat Jacksonville, but barely had to come back. Um, they did um, surprisingly beat Hallsville. I thought Hallsville would take care of them. They, they did beat them. Um I don't know. I just looking at both these teams, I think Liberty Allo, I think they may have just played a little bit tougher schedule. And they always have the athletes. Um, I just don't have confidence in Sulphur Springs. I don't know what I'm going to get from them. So I'm going with Liberty Allo at home. You know, I picked Sulphur Springs a couple weeks ago in that Hallsville game and got that one right. Uh, but I got to see the film, Liberty Allo in Atlanta. And I'm going to take Liberty Allo just took it to them. I mean, lined up and kind of ran the football however they wanted to, stopped Atlanta from running the football. Uh, you know, we talked last week about Atlanta had some injury issues and they were missing their quarterback against New Boston when they lost, but he played uh, Friday night. Um, really impressed with Liberty Allo. They they have uh, a decent amount of size, I guess. Not They're not huge for 4A by any stretch of the imagination, but they're going to be big enough to compete. Uh, and I think Liberty Allo may be a team that, you know, they started out 0-3, I guess, uh, I think we may look at them as being somebody that is about to uh, make a little run here potentially and win it, run off a few games. They're, I mean, their losses, they lose to a Paris team that I think after the last couple weeks we see is a pretty good team. Henderson, they lost by two touchdowns, who's competed well, and we're going to talk about them in a little bit. But I think Liberty Allo's schedule may have been a little tougher and uh, maybe weren't giving them the credit they deserve. I think you're right, Brett. They're going to get hot and win a few games here, and it'll start this week. I'm going to go with Sulphur Springs. Um, I just think Sulphur Springs, they're, they, they've won two in a row. Uh, they're only lost to Mount Pleasant this year. Um, Liberty Allo, yes, they beat a, a good Atlanta team, but losses to Paris and Henderson. The Mount Pleasant game got canceled, so we don't have a, uh, a similar opponent for both of them to judge. But I just, I just think Sulphur Springs is kind of rolling right now, and, and I was able to see Sulphur Springs in a scrimmage, and I liked what they were doing then. Um, I can only imagine they've gotten better since. So, yeah, I'm taking the Wildcats. I'm going to take Sulphur Springs, too. Um, no no offense to Liberty Allo, but like K.O. saying, Sulphur Springs seem to be rolling. So that that's what I'm going to go with. I'm writing all of my picks down so I remember them next time. <laughs> I got mine now. Well, I'm going to take offense to that. Um I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Silver Springs. I'm just playing. I'm going with Silver Springs. Um, I did pick Liberty all over Atlanta. That's the arch rivals. Um, but I just I didn't think. Of course, you know Atlanta has some guys missing, but um, this is gonna be a better matchup um, overall for both teams. Um, I just I just think Silver Springs may have a little bit more together at this point of the season. And, you know, and maybe Liberty Allo, uh, it's, it's going to be a good game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. It's going to be a good game, maybe 21-19, something like that. You know, but it's going to be a really good football game. But I think Silver Springs right now is probably just going to win that game. All right. Game three. Uh, Athens hosts Jacksonville. Uh, opens up district play there um, for them. So, Guys, this one's hard for me because at the beginning of the year we had our pre-show, and I, I know Jeremy's shaking his head. It's not hard, but this is—I'm just going to—I can explain it why. 
fight, we went to, talked about our pre-show. I thought Jacksonville coming off this, you know, this would be Holman's second year. I thought they'd put some things together and be a little bit better off where they are right now. Um, but Athens has looked better than Jacksonville so far. Um, I just, I think Jacksonville's still struggling to find what they're doing right now. And I, I think the fact that it's in Athens and this could be a toss up game. I think Athens is playing a little bit better right now and it being at home, I think they're going to have an advantage. I think they're going to win this one. So I'm going to pick Athens. Yeah, I mean, aside from the fact that I don't think Jacksonville is very good, Athens has one loss. It's a one-point loss on the road at Brownsboro, who's undefeated still at this point. They beat a Rust team that we all had in our – not all. We had, some of us had in our top ten by a touchdown. They went on the road last week, beat Kaufman by three touchdowns. Kaufman's 0 for 4, but you go on the road, you win by three scores. What do you want them to do other than that? And quite honestly, I just think that, uh, you know, they're just a better football team. They're more talented, uh, and uh, they're going to be – uh, at home, and Jacksonville, until they prove something, I mean, I don't know how you pick them to beat many people at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I echo everything Jeremy just said. I'm taking Athens. I mean, like, yeah. like he said, they're one-point loss to Brownsboro, who's undefeated. They could very easily be undefeated at this point. I'm taking the Hornets. There ain't too much to talk about. I'm, I'm taking Athens. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be foolish to go for the upset, but I was like, you know, mm-mm, mm-mm. no, I'm not going to do that this week. Corey, I'm not doing it this I, week. I, just, I was just picturing Corey doing it this saying week. he was going to go with his Jacksonville. No, I mean, that, yeah, no, Athens, Athens going. I, I just, I'm looking at, I'm looking at Jacksonville scores, and I'm like, mm-hmm. they hadn't eclipsed 20 points all season. Hadn't eclipsed 20 points all season. And if you don't, up if you don't score, you can't win, Corey. Well, of course not. You have to the object of the game is to score more than your opponent. That's the object <laughs> mm-hmm. of the game. And uh, if your opponent's averaging just about forty points a game, you're not averaging twenty. You're not going to win. So, uh, yeah. They're, the, only they're, thing, the only thing I think Jacksonville has an advantage, Corey, in this one is that I think their schedule is probably tougher than what Athens has played overall. Um. Uh, they played Pine Tree and White House. I think those are both really good opponents. I think no, those are b- better than anybody else that Athens has played. No, I mean, no doubt they've played a tougher schedule. But, I mean, so But what? the scores weren't close either. <laughs> the scores weren't close. So it wasn't like they, you know, competed in any of those. I mean, their closest game was a 16-29 to 29 loss to Sulphur Springs. And, you know, we're up in the air on Sulphur Springs. I mean, they're doing they're playing okay, but we don't really know what they are yet. So... I mean, on average, they're losing forty-one to sixteen. I mean, that's that's good. We're we're talking a lot about a game that's going to be ugly. I think. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest with I you. Don't, I didn't want to say I, that. I, I agree. Say like, that, man, but it's, I it's I don't know. I don't know what Jacksonville lost last year. I remember them having kind of like a dynamic duo lose. between. Uh, the quarterback and the uh, receiver before the receiver went down. Uh, but I don't. I don't know if they, the uh, McCowan kid, he's still there, right? Yeah. Um, yes. But I, I believe that that receiver that was really good might have graduated. I. I don't. I don't know what they lost. I don't know what else they lost. But man, it's it's something missing, and I just can't. I'm I'm with Jeremy. I don't know if any time you put them up there, I'm gonna pick them. I'm gonna be real I mean, with you. In the last three years, they've won five games combined. Yeah. 
I mean, it, I, you can't even blame yeah, the coach I, I'm, at this I'm, point. I mean, they're, yeah, they're, they're, I'm, I'm just not going. If they ever show up on this list, I'm going the opposite way. And they I, may end it, up being, they may end up uh, moving up to five A. If the, be, mm, that won't be good, yeah. Mm. All right, so we got the consensus. All of us go with Athens. Uh, game four. Uh, this game, um, Vince and I will be there on the call. Uh, actually, Jeremy will be on the sidelines of this one as Brook Hill hosts Atlanta. Um, man, this is a this going to be a good game right here. I, I was kind of coming to this game. I thought, well, yeah, I think Brook Hill can compete with Atlanta. But after Atlanta just threw up an egg the other day, I I really think that Brook Hill. Um, you know, with a couple of changes that have been made, I think Brook Hill's rolling right now. I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the guard this week uh, to beat Atlanta at home. Um, is Jeremy allowed to pick this one? Since he, is this like a rule where I know. he's at I the game and no y'all are calling the game? Are y'all allowed to pick? Yeah, I mean, this oh, yeah. is not ESPN. You know, <laughs> nobody's hey. Hey, I, 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 own, I own the network. I say yes. You can, you, can, you, can, you can pick whatever game you want to. Well, yeah, um, I, yeah but you can't I'm, save his job. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that Coach Ryle loves us. I mean, we're, we're, I think we're safe. I, uh, Atlanta got off to a hot start, you know, beating the Legion Fields in Redwater, putting up a ton of points, but then stumbled against New Boston and Liberty Isle last week. Just didn't look good. And, um, since I don't know anybody in Atlanta, but I know quite a few people at Brook Hill, or Brook Hill is one of our schools. Let's go guard, huh? Yeah, there we go. There we go. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to go with Atlanta. Oh, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> I'm playing, Jerry. <laughs> nah, I, I got Brook Hill. I got make actually sure, wrote Brook Deal. I'm going to make sure it has somebody tripping when he's coming down the bleach. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I won't get that welcome. I was like, I'm I'm, come, I, I was wondering if Vince was going to do it. I was like, yeah. yeah I'm going to come up to the it. tailgate and they're going to be like, they're going to have a picture with, they're going to have a poster <laughs> with my picture on it. <laughs> like, nah, we can't feed you this week. <laughs> nah, I got Brook Hill. I think Brook Hill looks good. And, and, Jeremy knows I'm I'm high on that defense, and to me, defense wins championships. So, uh, I'm I'm definitely riding with Brook Hill on this one. So, I think Jeremy's waiting for he's gonna go last. I think Corey. So I think he's waiting for you to go ahead and make your yeah, select. I think Corey's adding something. I'm up just doing there. my calculations. Oh, <laughs> are you are you going with? Are you having Vince's method going? Are you writing all this down and doing some calculations on the madness? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm trying to do an upset calculation here. I'm trying to see what it's like. Okay, all right. So y'all put up. So Brooke here put up 55 points. 55 points against Wide Oak. I was thinking, because Jeremy called it last week. He was like, huh. and the, the, he the confidence was, he, he had a little chuckle. He was like, huh, huh, homecoming, huh, huh, we coming. That's what, that's what he said. <laughs> it's like, it's like, in his back, he's like, the disrespect. But um, what was the score of this game? Because you guys played Atlanta Tough last year. I remember yeah. kind of watching that game. I, I want to say it was 33. Three to twenty. Let me pull it up. It was the it was a touchdown. They scored with twelve seconds left to beat us. It was a thirty-five twenty-eight. They scored with twelve seconds left. And that was a, that was a home game. I remember watching the game. In, um, in, in Atlanta, I remember. Yeah. I, yeah, I watched it on Atlanta. The Atlanta broadcast there. Um, you guys playing at home, man. This is not. Is it's going to be a tight one. It's going to be a tough one. But I think you guys prevail. I think you guys prevail. Thirty-one seventeen. I'm gonna call it thirty-one seventeen. Oh, you're giving a score now. Oh, man. I mean, I mean, 
feeling he was doing some calculating over there. You know, here's the thing about it. Um, I, I think if you'd asked me three weeks ago, uh, for a number of reasons, I would have been concerned about this one. They looked really good in their first two games. They're super athletic like they always are. They're super physical. They're, they're huge up front. We were injured. We had a lot of things, a lot of guys out. Uh, we did lose. Um, of course, I, I, I'm not going to talk about it, but we, we did lose a key part of our defense this week, probably be out for the rest of the regular season. Uh, but we've replaced that, and we're getting some guys back this week as well. So, um, you know, from three weeks ago to now, I, I, I feel a lot more confident. I do think that – I mean, obviously I'm going to pick us to win the game. Um, I feel confident in our plan. I mean, other than other than week one where we gave up a couple of touchdowns late, uh, people have a hard time scoring against us. Why don't the other night score 20? Uh, I mean, our JV defense was playing after the first drive in the third quarter. So – uh, it was. It should have been, you know, fifty-five to six, something like that. But um, you know, I, I feel confident. I think it's going to be a, a good, hard. I think it's going to be a lot like last year, where it may be who has the ball last and who can make the fewest mistakes. And um, you know, we we did, uh, you know, make the change at quarterback last week and uh, made us look a little different offensively. You know, we're not throwing it down the field as much and. Uh, kind of short and medium range passes, and relying on the running game a little bit, and I uh, feel confident that that we're we're ready to go Friday night. Well, and it should be a good one. And if if anybody wants to watch that game uh, again, Vince and I will be on the call that game. It'll be on NSN. Um, it's a seven thirty kickoff, right? Uh, yeah, seven thirty. Seven thirty kickoff. So, all right. Let's move over to the next one. Uh, game five: Henderson and Lindale. Um. This one, this one was a really tough one for me to pick. Um, you know, I've I've watched uh, some Lindell this year on some highlights and stuff, and the defense is struggling, struggling, struggling. Um, and I and I, Jeremy, did you get to go back and watch what I? Ta- did you yeah. see the end of that game? I don't yeah. think anybody else saw the end of the Gilmer uh, yeah. Lindell game. The last two minutes was insane. I did. Um, uh, it, it was back and forth. Uh, Gilmer. Lindell had it. He got, basically got stripped. Gilmer had to put it away, and then they lost the ball, and it went back to Lindell. And they scored, and Gilmer drove all the way down and kicked a field goal with no time left. Uh, craziness. Like, um, I don't know if it, – it tells me a couple things. I don't know if, if Gilmer's just really down or if Lindell's maybe better than we thought they were because I, I, it's hard for me to say – Henderson's played well so far. You know, they 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 came back and almost uh beat White House last week. Um they've had a couple of of uh good performances on their schedule too. So this one was very tough for me to pick. Um I'm going to go with Lindale just because of the track record. You know, lately Lindale's done better, but I wouldn't be surprised if Henderson wins this one either. I think this one will be a really good game right now. What you guys think? You know, we talked a lot last week about Gilmer and how good were they, and we'd find out after the Lindell game, right? And yeah. so I think there's a, a big conversation to be had there at another point down the road, maybe on our polls this week, about where Gilmer falls and what that means. But you're right, Lindell's getting up a lot of points. And picking this game, I looked at their schedules, right? Both teams are sitting at one and three, right? Uh, Lindell had a three-point loss to Gilmer. They had the five-point loss to Van, and that's the one that – I look at that and I think I think Van's a good football team. I think Gilmer's a decent football team. I think Van's better. I, they 
they had a lead on Pine Tree. Pine Tree came from behind. They had a close win against Kaufman for their only win. Then you go over to Henderson. They beat Liberty Island, who we were just talking about, that takes on Atlanta. They lose by a touchdown to Hallsville, two to Marshall. And the three-point loss to White House may be the best loss out of these mm-hmm. two teams, mm-hmm. um, especially because it was at White House, and they lose by three. And I, I hate to use the close loss <laughs> – here, I don't want to make Ko mad talking. About I know he waiting. He, <laughs> he like I wish he would say that. If, if you just look at who has, I mean, at one and three, and, and they played a somewhat similar schedule, uh, I'm going to go with Henderson at home against Lindell because I think Henderson is going to be able to score some points. They put up 49 against the White House team that I think we all would agree is, is better than Lindell. Um, I think that I think Henderson finds a way to get it done. Um. Yeah, so Lindell is averaging 42 points per game. Pretty good, right? <laughs> They're allowing 47 points per game. Right. So that's not good. Not good. Um, defense is a huge question mark for me. I knew that game was going to be back and forth with Gilmer. I uh, knew it was going to be a shootout because it seems like both defenses struggle. Um, and that's exactly what it was. And from what I understand, that – Gilmer was lining up to kick a field goal. Then there was a penalty that moved them closer. Mm-hmm. So, again, we come back to penalties hurting teams. I, I'm just – because I'm a Lindellian, I'm going with the Eagles. I just I just think Lindell's going to figure out a way to win. They've been in all these games. I, I think you could take out the Pine Tree game, even though they did have a lead in that one and then kind of blew it in the end. But that Kaufman game, they were up <clears throat> big time on Kaufman and let Kaufman come back. Then you talk about the Pine Tree game. Van, they were back and forth with Van. They actually had a lead on Van late in that game. And then Gilmer, back and forth with Gilmer. So they've been in every game. They just got to figure out a way to close it, to finish it out. So I think they're going to figure it out now that district starts. So I'm taking Lindell. And if I'm not mistaken, KO, the Gilmer, they, the, the kid kicked the field goal, even though there was a penalty, right? I don't yeah. think, I mean, I think it was no good. I think he missed it. Yeah, he yeah. missed it. So uh, it, it, they, they were headed to OT and then a penalty. So. Man, the more I think about it, the more I start to question what Gilmer is this year. Um, I think they've been strong in the past, but I think now we're seeing a Gilmer team that is um, really trying to put put together a decent package on film on I mean, well, on the field, but it, it just it it ain't there like it used to be, you know. Used to, it was no question about Gilmer. You didn't have to worry about them till Carthage. Uh, and now, it's like every team is right there about to, either you're they're beating them or they're right there about to beat them. And it even then makes me think about, well, when they played Chapel Hill, were they really that good then? It kind of makes me look at that game differently now, too. The best game that Henderson has played has been against White House. We know for sure what White House is. Mm. We know now what they are. And Henderson dropped 49 on them and lost by three. Uh, and, and again, I'm looking at White House, and, and White House just came off a win where they played Corsicana before they ran into Henderson. They didn't give Corsicana but eight points. So to go from a game where you give a one team, and, and Corsicana is two and two, you know, um, but to go from a win where you your defense only gave up eight to next week where now you're giving up 49, it makes me question 
how good is Henderson really? Like, how good is that offense? And like KO saying that Lind- Lindell's defense is it's not even that it's suspect. It's not there. It's not there. That's the, I'm just being honest. I if they get mad at me, I'm sorry. I'm I mean I I could probably score on that defense. <laughs> but but I'm just saying like it it's just not there. And maybe this toughens them up. I don't know. But I do know that just like last week when Lindell played Gilmer, both of those were in a position where they had to win. Like you didn't nobody wanted to lose that. Nobody ever wants to lose a game, but that was important. Right? And they still lost. And here we are again where they're in another position with Henderson. Same thing as Henderson. You got to win this game. You know, you've been playing good ball. You just, it, it just ain't come together for you yet. I, I'm going to go with Henderson. I, I just, if Lindell wins, great, good for them. They figured something out. But as of right now, on paper, Henderson looks like the stronger team. All right, it's two two. Well, Corey, I'm a, break, break the tie. I, I'm gonna stick with this, and and who had the better loss, Lindell or Henderson? You know, Henderson had the better loss. You know what I'm saying? They they they've been competing every single week. They've they've competed better and better and better mm-hmm. and better to the point where, all right, now the schedule favors us just a little bit. Henderson's not Henderson. Lindell's giving up 47 points. They may not score 47 points, but it's so but it's probably gonna be a shootout. Everybody, they may score 100 points combined. You know what I'm saying? It may be 52 to 50. You know what I'm saying? It, you know, what what it, it's probably one of those those freakish games where you got a punt return, a kickoff return, and a, a safety and all this other kind of stuff happen in the game because both teams are trying to get a win. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it doesn't matter how they get a win and get a win, because guess what? This is the tricky part about it. It's zero zero now. It is district time. Anything can happen. The magic happens now, right? So Lindell could finally catch a break, and it could be Lindell's turn. You know what I'm saying? They could be one and zero and finally put it together. That doesn't matter. I think Hendo's gonna win. You know, I think it's probably gonna be a big shootout, but I think Henderson's gonna get a dub. Um, I, I just think they're trending in, and Henderson's Henderson's sneaky. I've watched them. I've watched them compete, and I don't, I don't. This is a, this is here's the thing about it though. They right now they may not be as good as they are, but as that team starts to build confidence, they start getting wins. That's a team that you don't want to face. You know, you know they win a couple of games in district, they can ruin somebody's year. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. oh, they, you know, okay, now that that's a scary team. That's a scary team. If they compete the way they can compete. If they can continue to compete the way they are, they can ruin somebody's season. That's all I'm saying. And, and no, I don't think Gilman was as good as they were this year. Like I said, I saw Pine Tree take it to him in the scrimmage early on. I watched the game from start to finish. I was like, this can't be Gilman. Like, hey, it's not Gilman. But I don't think yeah. they were as good as, as advertised. I think they're very young. Let me rephrase that. I think they're very young on purpose. I think everybody's taking their licks on them this year. Next year, they may turn around and be everybody about 100. Oh, yeah. But they might. they're a very young football team. The I mean, offensive is line is young. You know, I want to say one more thing. A, a lot of uh, a lot of football is uh, mental. Um, I know there's a percentage out there, like 80 or 90% mental or something like that. But it is, right? 
And sometimes you see that when you got teams who look good, they play good against everybody else but that one team, right? And they haven't beaten Lindell. That's what I was just looking at. They ain't beaten them since they started playing them the last couple of years. Um, Lindell's had their number. Now, they had a close one two years ago, but still, they haven't beaten them. So this does seem to work out in Lindell's favor. Again, if Lindell wins, more power to him. But just the way it looks, it looks like this may be when this may be that time when Henderson gets over that hump. You know, the other thing about this week that's important is whoever loses this game might find themselves already on the outside of the playoff picture looking mm-hmm. in, right? Because mm-hmm. they're in that conversation for the fourth spot, right? I mean, we think yep. Chapel Hill, Kilgore, Palestine, probably in that mix for the third spot. Athens, we just talked about, Lindell Henderson. Yeah. Everybody's getting in the mix except for one. But so if you <laughs> if you lose this one, then you're you're putting yourself yeah. in a bad spot already. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one to start with, that's for sure, for Henderson. Uh, but big game nonetheless. Uh, game six, um, Lancaster, Longview. Um, this is one that I'm going to easily say Longview in this one. Um, if you'd have asked me in preseason, I might have been a little more – I would have probably still picked Longview. But Lancaster is just has not as strong, I don't think, as they were last year, at least from the way they've started. So I think Longview wins – pretty handily in this one on the road in Lancaster. Yeah, Lobo easy. And the way they destroyed mm-hmm. Lufkin last week, KO was there. They just dismantled them. Uh, it's the only road team I'm taking this week, by the way, Longview, but uh, Lobo's win easy. Yeah, Longview's only given up <clears throat> 14 points in the last three games. Their defense has been playing outstanding. Taylor Tatum is a stud at running back. They got weapons on the outside. I don't know if y'all seen the highlights yet, but – Old boy blew a kiss to the camera. He knew exactly where the red zone cam was on uh, <laughs> on Friday night. But, um, no, it was it, that was a fun game to watch. Longview, they dominated Lufkin. I expected Keedron Young, the Lufkin running back that's going to Notre Dame next year, I expected him to have a not, – maybe not a big game, but I don't, I don't know his official stats. He was probably under 50 total yards for the entire game. Um, so mm-hmm. Longview defense was able to just stifle him. Just – and defense wins championships. I'll, I'll – I'll go to the grave saying that defense wins championships. You can outscore people, mm-hmm. but you got to be able to make a stop somewhere. So I'm taking Longview. I just think they're they're rolling right now. Defense is hot, and I'm I'm a believer in the Lobos. I like them. Oh, Longview. I'm sorry. I I spaced out for a second. Uh, I'm not picking. I'm not picking against Longview. I'm I'm just not. Every time they show up on this list, I'm I'm gonna pick them. Uh, just because. They've earned that type of respect. So, um, yeah. And and you know what? Lancaster, they've had a tough schedule. But they are better than what their their record shows. Uh, But but they're not not beating Longview. Let's just be honest. They're not going to beat them. Lancaster also may be in trouble. They they need some wins now because they – I think they were counting on that win last week. Mm -hmm. I mean, this district is, you know, with with we think Lufkin's better – uh, we think Tyler High is better. Uh, two teams that didn't, didn't make the playoffs last year. Still got Forney down there. I mean, this this could be a really competitive district down there. I think it's Longview, and then there's maybe four or five teams fighting for the, the last three spots. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine a, a Longview 
Tyler Hyde mm. district championship. Ah, <laughs> right, oh, boy, talk about that. man, talk about that. I gotta be there for it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> they bring it out the Cujo jersey. They bring it out. And they bring oh, out the man, old mesh Cujo jersey. jersey. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the old mesh Cujo jersey. I think Kale will be the only one that's gonna get it. KO's going to get in that one for free when it happens. I think it's going to happen. 100%. I'm, I'm sliding I'm, in behind KO. I'm bringing my badge. I'm bringing my badge. Hey, I'm going to hey, have a red shirt on. Hey, yeah, I'm with him. I'll be in Houston. I'll be in Houston covering uh, my right. guard. Though. Yeah, so, we'll be busy uh, that, that night. Is that the last week? No, Next it's to last. Last, second to last week of the season. That game will be in Longview. Oh, perfect. So for our game of the week for Red Zone, we could have Longview, Tyler High that week. And then the following week, Chapel Hill, Kilgore, two district championships back to back. Mm. I love it. <laughs> you think. All right. So that's game six. Uh, game seven, uh, Kilgore hosts Palestine. And uh, what could be a, a seeding game possibly down the line? In uh, District Nine, Four A Division One, uh, it's in Kilgore. I mean, it's kind of repetitive, but until Kilgore shows me that they're not going to be Palestine, I just don't think Palestine. Palestine's really one-dimensional, so their their main goal is they if they can get ahead of you, then they're they can cause problems. But uh, that Kilgore defense has been very stingy, and I think that one-dimensional attack is going to be very very hard to beat Kilgore with. And so I'm going to go with Kilgore in this one uh, over Palestine. Um, okay. Well, I'm taking the Kilgore Bulldogs as well. I do think that – I don't think Kilgore is really going to be tested this week or next week. Um, I think they're going to be tested again when they play Lindell in a couple of weeks. But, um, yeah, I think Palestine's been putting up some points. But like you said, they're one-dimensional. And once Kilgore can shut that down, which I have – I have a feeling they will with as strong as the defense they are. Um, I think it'll – they'll pull away from them. I don't think it's going to be a <clears throat> a big-time blowout. I think, you know, Kilgore doesn't put up a lot of points like they used to in the past. They're more defensive-oriented now. And so – but I still think Kilgore is going to win probably by two or three touchdowns. Yeah, Kilgore is going to win the game. And I'm not sure they're going to be tested again until November 3rd, if we're being honest. But I think defensively they're just so much better than everybody else that they're going to play. I mean, even – you know, Lindell and Henderson were talking about those two teams a minute ago. I just don't think they're going to be able to score points against Kilgore. Uh, and Athens, we'll see. I mean, we, we, we talked about Athens earlier. They're sitting there. It could be undefeated. But uh, I think Kilgore beats Palestine. Uh, uh, Kilgore, one of the teams that I will not make the mistake of picking against again like I did uh, in week two. With, you know, actually, I picked them to beat Gilmer, but it took some convincing from some outside mm -hmm. sources. But um, I think, you know, that close loss theory again. But Kilgore will win this one at home. Yeah, I'm going to go with Kilgore, too. I don't know why, but I feel like Palestine could pull off an upset. I I really do. I don't know why I feel that way. There's nothing. There's absolutely there's nothing telling me that that's – I see oh. nothing here on my paperwork that says that that's going to happen. What did but I say last said, year? I said, when you said the name, I don't know. It was like something in my spirit said Palestine finna get them. They're going to lose one game. It's going to be the Palestine. Real, and and then that's, that's like going to shape them. Go ahead, man. Um, Go ahead and make your policy. I can't do it though. I can't do it. I'm too far behind in the po in the in the in the rankings, man. I, I you can't know, do you, it. Do you know why you're you're that far behind? Because you started Cause trying I'm, to pick against me. 
Hey, well, I'm. We got almost everything the same this time too. I think. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Kilgore. Man, if Palestine pull off that upset, I'm gonna be mad. It's, mm, mm, Good decision, man. Good decision. <laughs> but, but I'm gonna go with Kilgore. All right, Corey, you got. I was upset. I was upset. Special of the week for Corey here. You knew it was coming. Palestine with the upset, baby. But, you know, Kilgore's been playing. I mean, they've been playing really good football. You know, defense. This is the most points they scored. So they scored 44 against Hallsville. I was like, I thought their offense was kind of sputtering a little bit. You know, they put a 44 against Hallsville. And Hallsville's not even not that great. You know, it's okay. Palestine's. You know, they're not going to let you score that many points on them. They're just not going to let you, you know, unless you just dominate. So it's against an offense that may be that may be sputtering versus an offense that's not going to get you the ball. You know, it's not going to let you have the ball, let you have that many possessions. They want to hold the football. You know, I, I mean, Kilgore's defense is stout. You know, it's it's a, you know, it's going to be a trench warfare, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't I just – I feel like Palestine – steals this win. That's what I feel like. Is Kilgore the better team? Yeah. You know, but I I just feel like Kilgore, I just feel like, I'm not Kilgore, I feel like Palestine has got some up their sleeve. And if they can steal a game, this is the game to steal right now. That first game is always the first game to steal. But, you know, I could be wrong, but I think it's an upset. All right. That's game seven. Game eight. Pine Tree host Marshall. Um, this district, man, it's going to be a, a a dog fight in this district. Another one of those that's got a lot of talent up top, but that bottom half is is going to be fighting for it. Um, this this pick for me has changed over the last few weeks. I mean, I'm, I'm going to give Corey his props. Pine Tree, I think, is better, but I don't think they're they're still not. I think super good, but they're a lot better than they have been. Um, and this one, I'm, I'm giving you props. Go ahead. I'm giving you props, Corey. You know, I'm going to give you props whenever you deserve it. They're, they're better than they, they have been to, to make that point. I I think, I don't think Marshall's as good as they have been either. So I think this, this one's going to be a big, this could be a, a program. I don't say a, a defining win, but a huge win in pine tree football history. I think they're going to beat Marshall. And a kind of a, I guess, partial little rivalry game. They're not that far uh, from each other, um, and I think this is going to put Pine Tree in great position early in the district to make a playoff push. Uh, yes, go, go ahead, Gail. No, go ahead. You're good. Um, I'm. I kind of want to pull the upset special here. Uh, taking a page from Corey's book, I want to pull the upset special and give it to Marshall. I was looking at their their records. They're one and three, but the teams they've lost to, Tyler High, no. who's undefeated, <laughs> Longview, who mm-hmm. pretty much could be undefeated, and then another undefeated team in Carthage. Like, yeah. those are their three losses. My only issue is the only game that was competitive was the Tyler High game. The other two were not competitive at all. Um, that's where I'm kind of... Yeah, because don't, don't do that theory, Kyle. Remember, good losses don't mean the team is good, right? Well, it depends on if they're but, competitive. But remember, Kyle, they beat Henderson too. They they did by fifteen, and I don't. 
does that say more about Henderson? Or does it say more about – I don't know. Um, but then you look at Pontree, their two losses to a, a very good Van team who's 3-1, and one, whose only loss is to an undefeated Chapel Hill team. And then Kilgore, who's also 3-1 and one, with their only loss to an undefeated Carthage team. So I don't – I don't know, man. I'm taking I'm taking pine tree. I just talked myself into it. I'm taking pine tree. Yeah, when you look at the schedules, you should take Marshall, right? Like they lose in five overtimes to Tyler High, who we all think is great. They throw out the Longview game, whatever. They beat a Henderson team we think's better. They go to Carthage only lose by twenty five. Not many teams go to Carthage only lose by twenty five. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest, that that's not what happens. You look at Pine Tree, and you're like, okay, well, they lost to Van. Yeah, Van's a good football team. They beat Lindale. They lost to Kilgore. They win by three touchdowns at Jacksonville. Their, their resume is not as impressive. But I go back to what Brett said. The new coach there, the coach there is trying to build a culture of forget about what Pine Tree football has been in the past, and we're trying to get somewhere. They got talented athletes. They got some Division One guys on the field. Uh, they're at home, and it is, as you mentioned, Texas High, White House, Mount Pleasant. Those are going to be the – Top three playoff teams. You got to beat. You got to if you're Pine Tree. You got to beat Marshall and you got to beat Nacogdoches if you want to get in the playoffs. Uh, and Nacogdoches is going to be tough. They get them both. They get them back to back weeks. If you're a Pine Tree right now, you're thinking if we can go in and handle business the next two weeks, we're going to be in the playoffs. Is what you're thinking. And I think they get the first one. Pine Tree is going to get the win at home over Marshall. Um. This is man. This would be a game to say Marshall can do it. Marshall can do, beat Pine Tree. That's good. what I was thinking. I, it just, it just, it, it's there. Like it, it, everything's there. You know. I couldn't pull the trigger though, Vince. You gonna pull the trigger? No, man. That's the thing is pulling <laughs> that trigger, bro. I, I don't know if I can do it. I mean, I'm way. looking at, the, I'm looking at Carthage, <laughs> and I'm like they. Like we said, they lost by 25. But then again, hold on, hold on. I looked at the box score. They didn't even start scoring until the second half. (laughs) So that could could mean that Carthage put away a lot of their talent in the second half, too. It's it's very possible. Yeah, but they don't do that. That that They're not doing that. That's what I'm thinking, too. Like, do Carthage do that? I I think they they punish people. They not the way they play. Punish you. Not the way they play. I mean, think about it. They they almost lost the game in week one. They're not doing that right now. No chance. They're playing. They're playing right they, now. Yeah, they're playing hard. Yeah. And by the way, Vince, it's not an upset. By the way, if Marshall beats Pine Tree, I don't think it's an upset either way. Like I think nah, I, I, I don't good. think it's that it's an upset. I don't think it's an upset. I just think that they have the ability to do it. I think it's going to be a good game. I don't think Pine Tree puts them away easily. That's why I look at whose game, who, where the game is being played, as being important in this one for me. The game was in Marshall, then maybe I'm leaning toward Marshall a little bit more, but game's in uh, Pine Tree. Right? It's, it's in Pine Tree. Yeah, I'm going to go with Pine Tree just for that right there. They they at home, yeah, I'm going with them. I'll go with them. If I if, if Marshall wins, they great. More power to them. It's tougher than you think to go in these bigger schools and, and win on the yeah. road. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a big difference. Shiver yeah. me timbers. Here you go. Let's go ahead. Here we go. <laughs> listen, pine, pine, pine tree, pine tree by at least three touchdowns. They listen. They oh. know what's up. Whoa, they, they, pine tree know what's up. Whoa. Pine tree know what's up. Y'all right that three touchdowns. Hey, touchdowns. Write that down. Pine, pine tree know. Pine tree knows what's up. It's district time. Like if you know, Jeremy, you know what it is. If you're the coach, 
am hype is zero zero. Hey, we got a great opportunity right now. This is a great it's opportunity. It's a different mindset for real. Right. This is this is a great opportunity right now. Forget what we competed for the first four or five games. This is a great opportunity, fellas. And let's go in here and let's start going and start one and oh. That's the only thing we're worried about is going one and oh every week. This is a great opportunity. We come, we got a nice home crowd. We're competing. We're playing hard. Let's come in here and thump these guys. Let's get one and oh this week and let's get out of here. And have a good weekend. That's all I'm telling my guys. Go one and oh. And it's a home crowd too. They've competed. They going to hey, They might go ahead and score fifty points. We never know. Let's go Pirates. Mm. All I right. Never, I don't think they've ever beaten Marshall either. Yeah, they got they got spanked last last year, but that doesn't matter. At some point, yeah. it always turns. Yeah, it, it it turns around. Yeah, you Corey, right. right. Corey's theory: if you pick the team to win, eventually they're going to they're going to win. Unless they go zero and ten, that's a good theory. Mm. Okay. All right. Game nine. White House hosts Jack or uh not Jacksonville, Nacogdoches in another district clash in that same district. Um man, I know Nacogdoches, I, I got to see them last week, and Vincent and I were on the call that one. Their defense, their front seven on defense is is uh is very good. Um they they did as good a job as you can do on Stewart and Brisbane at times in the game. Um, you know, eventually those guys broke out and 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 just put on the put on the gas and and ran away from them. But I will say there, I think they're they are improved too. So that one and that and Pine Tree game, that's going to be a good game, I think. Whenever those two meet up, um, but I think White House is just too much for Nacogdoches. I think they're they're starting to click now. They're in rhythm, and I'm going to take White House at home to beat Nacogdoches. I'm not picking against the Dub. Not right now. Uh, after that week one, and we found out, you know, a couple couple key players were missing that one. After that week one, they've been on a roll, scoring 51, 45, and I wish, 52. I wish White House and Chapel Hill played each other. I know it's like <laughs> beating a dead I horse, wish. but my God, right now, if they met right now, oh, my God, that would be – that would just be a Rose, blessing. Rose Stadium is still out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, White, ahead, House win the game. White House is going to win the game. game. Um, I, I'm with you. Nacogdoches, I, you know, if you're smart enough, you're thinking this is not the game we have to win. I know you were impressed, Brett. You told me with their front seven, which I think is key. But, man, they just dominated. After the first week, which we can throw that out the window with guys being out, they dominated the next two weeks. I think, to, to what Kale said a minute ago, it says a lot more about Henderson. They scored 49 last week. If you look at what they did the two prior weeks, then last week has to be more about the opponent than it does White House, in my opinion. So um, White House is going to get the win, and Nacogdoches needs to focus on beating Pine Tree, Marshall, to get a playoff spot. Um, I'm going to go with White House, but I'm going with White House because I believe they are still upset about last year. If you remember, White House was on a roll last year. They were they were like, what, 4-0? Four, four and then they they went into Nacogdoches, um, and they took an L. They took an L to a team that was not that good. And and again, the first thing I, <clears throat> I always point out is that you know you you still got to play. I don't care what your record says you are. Like when you come over here, you are gonna have to play me. You got to see me, you know. Um, and and that was that 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 proved my point right there. The fact that Nac beat them, but. Watching Nack play Chapel Hill last week, 
they really are a good team. They're a better team than what they were the year before. Um, I watched them play last year, and I didn't think Knack was that good. This year, um, up front, they're strong. Defensively, um, <clears throat> they they are definitely strong defensively. They were able to uh, kind of sustain um, – Brisbane and and Stewart for quite some time before you know obviously talent like that is gonna find a way you know you can't hold that back for too long um I expect for it to be a good game I bet Knack is gonna play them pretty close but still probably White House is gonna win uh again probably just because they kind of they kind of disturbed the order of things last year for them so I, I'm pretty sure White House hasn't forgotten about that that's your final answer. Yeah, White House. Okay, I'm picking Akadotes for the upset. Let me tell you this why. guy right here. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell you why. We did a preseason show, and I told you I said, I told you I said, you know, only game I was worried about Chapel Hill. Two games I was worried about Chapel Hill schedule. I said Nacogdoches and Palestine. I said that after Chapel Hill steamrolls all three of those teams, you got a Nacogdoches team that could probably come in and compete. And I said, I said, I think they're going to win the game, but Nacogdoches competed because Chapel Hill didn't dominate the game like we were last couple of weeks. You noticed that Nacogdoches was in the game for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Chapel had to make – Brisbane actually had to throw the football because we couldn't run the football. Right? Okay, that's fine. But they took they took it to the number one team in the state in Class 4A. You know, Chapel Hill took out a couple guys. Man, I mean, the game could have easily been 50 to – you know, 60 to whatever, you know what I'm saying? You know, they took those touchdowns away, but they still competed, you know, long enough. Um, then you go back to White House barely beating Henderson, you know. So now I go to my barely win theory. Oh, here we and go. Here it comes. The first, the first one of the year, barely win theory. You know, you got a team that barely beats another team before. You probably should have beat them by 100. You got another team that's probably playing pretty good against a team that's, you know, they probably should have got spanked, right? And then you got those two teams clashing ahead of, clashing and meeting, you know. So what's going to happen is one of two things going to happen. Either Nacogdoches is going to end up beating them by a little bit or White House is going to end up beating them by a little bit. And I think Nacogdoches is going to beat them by a little bit. I think it's going to be an upset. And I'm picking Nacogdoches. All right. Game 10, West Rusk hosts... ARP, the ARP Tigers, who have started off 3-1 and one this year. Yeah, this is a tough one for me, and if if I'm going to call an upset here in this one, it's only an upset because I think everyone expects West Rust to probably win this game. They've just been dominant over ARP for like the last few years. I'm taking ARP, guys. I think they're they're playing well. Coach Minky's got them going, and I think they're going to surprise some people in this district, and I feel like it's going to be an ARP troop uh, game at towards whenever they play. I don't know what week that is, but I think that's going to be your district championship game right there is ARP Troop. Um, so I'm going with ARP for my 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 upset special this week. Yeah, I, I don't think that's an upset. Um, well, it is to some people's minds, I'm sure. ARP's 3-1. If you just want to go by records, ARP's 3-1, West Rest 2-2. Two two. Um, well, it's more I mean, preseason expectations. It's more of where I'm basing off of. Man, yeah. Preseason West Rust has picked – all these polls and stuff, we've kind of had Wes Rusk up there. ARP's been kind of under the radar. Yeah, I mean, I I think it'll I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be a fun game. Um, 
yeah, our, you know, preseason, West Rusk was picked to win it all, followed by Troop, Edgewood, then Grand Saline, the four playoff teams. I think right now, if we redid that, I would think ARP and Troop top two, uh, whichever wins top two, and then the rest can figure it out from there. This this district a couple of years ago was really um, was really strong. Um, it's kind of kind of less. I think it's more even now um, this year than it has been in years past. But yeah, I don't I don't think West Rusk West Rusk hadn't been performing like I thought. Their two losses are to Malakoff and and Tatum, but. I just I think ARP right now with the the big win over Joaquin they caught my eye. Then they took a L to Garrison who it's undefeated so they're a good football team. Then they beat Carlisle pretty handily and then were able to knock off Tinaha. So I, I don't know man I'm I'm kind of drinking the ARP Kool Aid right now. I'm going to take the ARP Tigers over West Rusk. I'll let you go. West Rusk is going to win a game. I'm going to pull Corey. Uh, West Rusk going to win the game. Uh, West Rusk had some guys out last week um, in that game against Tatum, and, and Tatum, of course, is a good football team. That's not taking anything away from them. Um, I think, you know, we talk a lot about proving things, right? I think as a coach, the important thing is you want to be talked about as a contender. you got to prove it. This is a chance for Arp to prove it. Uh, I just don't think they're going to this week. I think they're going to go over to New London and uh, – not to take anything away from ARP, I think what those three teams, West Rusk, ARP, and Troop, the best three teams in the district, I think they're all three solid teams. I just think West Rusk comes out at home with a win on Friday. And by the way, there'll be a lot of trash talk in the Brook Hill coaches' office this week with Nick Harrison there and Kyle Copeland, the ARP guy and the West Rusk guy. So it'll be fun to hear those two go at it this week. But West Rusk will get the win. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with West Rusk. Um, I think Arpa's a good team. Um, I just, I don't know. For some reason, I just feel like West Risk is going to pull this off. Vince, this is for you. It's Coach Minky. <laughs> nah, tell him, tell him uh, I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, tell him I'll call him back after Friday. <laughs> All right, Corey. I think I know who you're going to go with. West Rusk? Yeah, yeah Vince said West Rusk. A-R-P. Yeah, there you go. A-R-P. That's all I'm going to say. A-R-P. Okay. Yep. Uh, also, is one of our schools. We'll have that uh, Grand Saline game, and I think it's October 6th in Grand Saline. We'll have uh, we'll have that coverage for that game. Um Man, I think, honestly, the way these picks went today, guys, I think this is shaping up to be a good little East Texas uh, district match. So there's not there's not a lot of – there's a couple of teams saw at the top, but I think there's going to be some fights for that third, fourth spot in a lot of districts um, coming up. So it's going to be – it's going to make these pick-ems really difficult. Um, we'll be surprised if, if there's many – Perfect tens. Uh, I know we've only had one week so far with a uh, someone picked all ten. That was, I think, that was one of the easier weeks. I guess for say easier weeks, I didn't get all ten. Uh, somebody in this group got all ten, but you know, we won't uh, we won't mention who that was. But um, okay, so if you guys are looking at this game, this what's your game that you're looking forward to the most of these ten? Go. 
Uh, White House Nacogdoches. Palestine Kilgore. Good one. I mean, Lindell like, Henderson. All right, well, I'll be different. I'm, I'm going to take two. Obviously, the our game with Atlanta I'm excited about. But <laughs> right. Pine Tree Marshall is going to be a good one, I think. I'm interested to see how that one plays out. Man, you guys took all the good ones. Y'all didn't y'all didn't take this one. The one I'm gonna try to go to, Tyler High McKinney North. I don't think it's I, okay. I think But I, I think, think it's, it's gonna be important. I think that this this will be we'll know whether or not in district whether Tyler High has got what it takes to to do it. I think it's a Thursday night game. It should be a pretty much a packed house, at least on one side. Uh, maybe some people come in from Dallas to to watch this game. I hey, I think our our friend the the professor may make a trip to uh to Tyler to see this game. No, if well, the professor goes, then I'll show up. Well let, let me ask you a question. Surely you can watch surely you can watch this game online somewhere. Surely Tyler S D has a screen. Oh gosh. Um right? uh, that's a, that's that's a, if that's only a Chapel Hill had a stream too to to watch games. You hmm. know? I wonder hmm. if we know somebody we could get in touch with them. About, yeah, I guess maybe not. Okay, all right. Well, never mind then. Hey, guess, guess what game you can watch this week, Jeremy? Oh, I know which game you can watch. What game is that? It, it, it takes place at Harrington Stadium Friday at seven thirty. And if you make fun of me for yelling again, Vince, we're going to have a serious issue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at least I didn't make fun of you for the the penguin, the penguin dance. You know, <laughs> I want to see a penguin. I want to see another penguin dance. We'll be watching for that this week. If we get a big play on defense, you'll see the penguin dance. I can assure you. That. <laughs> oh, we love it. That's why you love tuning in. This. And we'll also have uh, our friends from center will be traveling to Canton. So they'll have the uh, center rough rider Canton Eagles game on uh, netison as well. So those two games will be both this week. So I'd like to thank everyone for joining us today for our week five edition of the beast from the show. Again, our, our sponsor for this show, a power plus mouth guards on the S2S sports network. Shout out to those guys. Uh, if you have, if you like high school football, 4A, 3A, 2A, check out Sideline to Sideline with Grant Terry each and every week. Um, we love working with those guys, and uh, maybe we'll get uh, maybe we can get Terry on one of these pickings one week, see if he can pick some East Texas games. Um, I know he'd love to uh, join us, and he can fit it in his uh, 40 sket 40 uh, show schedule he does every week. Um, but they've got a lot going on in there, so check out their stuff as well. For Jeremy, Kyle, Corey, and Vince, I'm Brett. Catch you next time right here on the Beast and East Show. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, wrap-up show, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, is tonight, 8.30 p.m., so check us out. We'll, we'll talk about everything that happened in week four, a lot of stuff to talk about, uh, so make sure you tune in. Have a good evening. Good night, everyone. Peace. Surely before now, I didn't really know what actually a mouthpiece was designed for other than to keep you from clinking your teeth together or biting your tongue. I had no idea that it was to align your jaw. The season that we did not use a Power Plus, we lost four kids, um, two that were season-ending um, concussions. And, you know, obviously um, we contributed to the Power Plus mouth guard because, like I said, we've not had one since we've, you know, been using them. Obviously we've competed a lot better than what we did Um, last year. We have not had a concussion um, this season. Obviously a tremendous factor for us for not losing kids.
and their performance level is a lot higher as well. My son was actually the quarterback on the second state championship team, but one of the things that, that he was able to do as being the quarterback, um, the mouth guard was on the lower part of his uh, bite, so he was able to speak clearly. Um, and that's a huge thing in, in athletics is to be able to communicate. Here it is. Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea.